guys, what's going on? After some def uh, technical difficulty, we are live with the voice of the Bengals, Dan Hort. But first, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,128 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, like I always say, and you haven't subscribed to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notification. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So if you got something you want to ask Dan or you just want to support the show, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And you know, as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. So beautiful in here. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? I wear it every single day. Dan, see me wear it. I wear them every day. Jackpot Joey. And if you guys want any of the hats, which I got I got the Super Bowl hat on today, but the shirts, hats, banners, we got the beer at Brick Brewery. You, get, you don't get the beer at Brick Brewery. You get the merchandise at jackpotjoey9.com. Portions of the proceeds of all this stuff go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Fund. Brick Brewery has the beer. Go check that out. Also, betting is legal in the great state of Ohio. If you haven't done it yet, sign up with Betfred Sports. Go make some money. And let's get to this thing. He's still kind to come on. He's worked with me to try to get the sound situation figured out. So let's get to it. It's Dan Horde. Hey, hey, Dan, what's going on, man? So my apologies for the technical difficulty. They were on my end. I don't know why. For some reason, my laptop was not picking up your audio. So you're getting me instead on an iPad. And I can't quite figure out how to stand to make this look right. And the lighting's not as good. And the microphone's Perfect. not as good. But we'll press on. Hey, it's all good, man. This is this is live. You say when I, I grew up doing radio, live radio. But this is live YouTube TV. So this is we get we get what we get. So I, either way, I appreciate you coming on and working with me, trying to get the the sound figured out. So you look great, by the way. Thank you. So you just got back. You're down at the uh, NFL Combine. I was down there Sunday. I'm going to try to get on Saturday next year for the quarterbacks. But what was uh, your thoughts of what you saw down there and the prospects uh, for some of the bank, some of the players the Bengals might get? Well, unfortunately, Jeff, in my case, I was only there for two days. I got there Friday. I stayed Saturday. I had to come back since UC had a basketball game on Sunday, and I did a basketball game the Wednesday before I traveled to Indianapolis. So unfortunately, I wasn't there for as long as I would have liked to be. I was there for the cornerbacks. I think that's a very important position in this draft mm -hmm. for Cincinnati. I was impressed by that crop. A lot of guys ran sub 4440s, including a few that I think might be available to the Bengals at number 28. And I would not be the least bit surprised if that's the way they go, especially if they're able to uh, re-sign, you know, one of their uh, free agent tight ends, most notably Hayden Hurst. Exactly. And that's the thing. I think the key moves to the offseason, I don't really think the Bengals are really going to be able to know what they're going to be able to do in the draft. unless. And for me, it's two positions. One, I want to re-sign Hayden Hurst. Two, I love Lyle Collins, but LC most likely will not be ready for the beginning of the season. So I would nothing against Akeem Adeniji or Jackson Carmen or any of that stuff. We want to win a Super Bowl. We need to get off to a good start. We need to start up five and zero, three and zero. Get that number one seed so Kansas City comes to the jungle and plays. You know, so I would like to sign a right tackle is who I like, and I like Illuminor. And I know this is probably a, a pipe dream, uh, but uh, since the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to uh, 
franchise tag, uh, they're tight in there. And I, his name is on mine right now. Uh, Evan Ingram. Thank you. So the right tackle is a free agent. Now you're looking at probably 15 million. I don't know if that's in the budget, but if you cut Joe Mixon, maybe Lyle Collins, I don't know. You might be able to fit it in there. But where are you at as far as the free agency goes with the Bengals? Are they going to make a big splash like I'd like them to? Or is it going to be more of a guy like Illuminori uh, for out, of, uh, out of Vegas? I think it's the latter. I think a guy like Illuminor would make sense. Now, mm-hmm. keep in mind with him, he had a good year, according to Pro Football Focus. I haven't studied tape of him or anything like that, but he got decent grades from Pro Football Focus, but it's a one-year sample size. He does right. not have a track record before that. Mm-hmm. I think a healthy Lael Collins is probably better than he is. I don't think the Bengals are going to make a Collins move quickly. I right. think they'll probably see how his uh, rehab is coming along. Uh, You know, it was an ACL on Christmas Eve, so it's going to be touch and go as to whether he's uh, ready to go for the start of the season. But if he's making progress and they're getting reports from the medical staff that, you know what, he should be fine by week three or four, maybe they elect to go with that. I will say this. I don't think it's a good tackle draft. So for anybody thinking they can get the right tackle for for the present, you know, somebody who can start from day one this year. I don't think that guy is there at number right. 28 this year. So I do think that makes it more likely that they will sign an affordable free agent that could hold down the fort at right tackle if LC is not good to go. Yeah, that's that's what I I, I think, too. I mean, either Juwan Jones out of Ohio State's in there. He might be one that could be in there at 28. But, again, is he a plug-and-play guy? And, again, I keep – I want this to be an emphasis for the Bengals. I think it's going to be because the way the season played out is to get off to a good start. And like I said, you have to have guys that you know that you can count on. And like you said, I completely agree with you that I don't think Lil is going, he's going to be a Bengal until they either have to cut him or they know he's going to be okay. Because the way his co- his contract is structured, if he doesn't play, he doesn't get paid. Is that, is that correct on that? Am I, am I right on how that contract is structured? Well, a big chunk of it. Yes. Okay. Uh, his contract was heavily incentivized for games played right because he had an injury history before they signed him last year so that was a major part of that deal and uh, obviously by and large it worked out fine for him last year he started 15 games i thought he played reasonably well after the first few weeks not as well as he did in his heyday with the dallas cowboys i don't think unfortunately he's going to be that player again in the nfl but i did think you know, probably by the midway point of the season, the Bengals had a top third in the NFL offensive line. And realistically, that's probably all they need with Joe Burrow and the skill position talent they have. I'm glad you brought up Jones from Ohio State. For people that don't know about him, he's a giant, mm-hmm. 380 pounds. You know, there were times that they say he might have topped 400 pounds Woo! during his time at Ohio State. I talked to an offensive line expert that I trust. Uh, at the combine and he said technique's not very good needs a lot of coaching but in some cases it doesn't matter because he is just so gigantic so tall so huge his arms are so long that even doing everything wrong he can still often get his guy blocked Mm -hmm. now do you want that guy as your starting right tackle on a super bowl contender probably not but if you get could get him in the second or third round and plan for the future with a guy like that, mm-hmm. maybe. Well, that, that's the thing too is Dan. We we have we we have to improve the depth on the offensive line. Now we all love the way 
they played Jackson. I give credit to Jackson Harmon. I do. I think he improved. I, I think Adenji played played really good. But then once you went from Buffalo, who they didn't have the pass rush <laughs> that Kansas City does, and you could tell the difference in between the, the two games there. And unfortunately, the last two years are are the reason we haven't won the Super Bowl is come down to our offensive line depth, guys getting injured. I mean, back to back years, a rack tackle goes down. So that's another thing where Dwan Jones, you get him in the second, third round if, he, if he's there. And you sign somebody just like we talked about Illuminor, and you wait and see here Lowell is. Those are that's depth right there. That's more depth than I think we had in the last two years, to be honest. If if they go that route, and I think that's very doable. I think it's important. The depth this past year was better than the previous year. Now let's make sure that it's even better this coming year. And I think that's doable. Obviously, the signings of Karras and Kappa worked out well. Those guys will be back. Cordell Volson was pretty good and should be better. Mm -hmm. uh, Jonah Williams is going to be the left tackle for at least one more year. Mm -hmm. So they're in decent shape in four out of the five spots. If LC is not ready to go for the start of the season or, you know, if they made the decision to let him go, I do think they would go the veteran free agent route. It wouldn't be, a, a, you know, a, a pricey signing, I don't right. think. There are just too many mouths to feed right now, beginning with Joe Burrow. But I do think that there'll be somebody out there that they would be confident enough that could do a solid job for a couple of years as an affordable free agent. Now, now let's go around to the tight end position, because this, this is one that we have to address. We're going to have to address it in the draft. I mean, they're they're not going to – well, they could sign Wilcox. They could sign Hayden Hurstback, which I hope they do. They still have to get another one, I think. And we didn't have enough last year. Now, I, me, myself included, would love Michael Mayer, you know, a, a, but I won't say Cincinnati kids, they were in, in Northern Kentucky. But when you see Darnell Washington, as big as that boy is, and he made that unbelievable catch in, in the NFL Combine, that makes you go, ooh. I mean, I'm fine with either one of them. And, and with it being a big tight end uh, draft class, you might be able to get a good one, maybe not those two, but get one in the second or third round. Where, where are you at as far as the Bengals and the tight end situation? I think they will definitely draft one, maybe more than one. Mm -hmm. You know, the year they drafted C.J. Uzama, he was actually the second tight end they took that year. Tyler Croft was the first. Right, right. It wouldn't shock me to see them use a couple of picks, especially if they move down at some point and pick up an extra pick. I could see uh, multiple tight ends, but I think it's virtually guaranteed they will draft at least one because this year's tight end crop is so good mm -hmm. and so deep. I mean, when you talk about a guy like Josh Wiley, yes, we know Josh is a really good you, player. You know, you know, I want him. I'm a Bearcat fan. I would love Wiley to be a be a Bengal. <laughs> I would like it too because I yeah. love Josh Wiley, and I think he will be a very good NFL player. But you know, he ran fast enough. He ran in the four sixes at the combine. Now he lost some weight to try to run a fast time. Mm -hmm. He'll put some weight back on when he's you know in an NFL camp and probably play in the 250s but the thing about Josh is I think under normal circumstances in another year he would almost certainly be like a top three round draft pick right you might be able to get him in round four or who knows even round five just because there are so many tight ends this year you mentioned Washington and Mayer they might not be the top tight end pick Dalton Kincaid from Utah yep. is the guy that I heard that got the most buzz yes he did in Indianapolis now he didn't test at the combine because He's coming back from an injury, but people, you know, make comparisons to Travis Kelsey. Not uh -huh. as good, but a great receiving weapon at, at that position. So will they take one in the first round if they re-sign Hayden Hurst? Probably not. If they don't, maybe. 
And considering that Michael Mayer ran in the four sevens at the mm-hmm. combine, I don't think it's completely out of the question that he could slide to number 28. And if they don't take Hurst and he's there, mm-hmm. they would certainly be tempted. Right. And that, that's my whole point right there, Dan. If we sign Hayden Hurst and we get, just say Illuminori, I keep saying him, we get those two, then that to me opens up 28. They don't have to go draft a player. They, we don't have to try to reach for somebody, you know, like I hate to say, but like Billy Price, the year we, we, we got him. Th- those are the things that you know, they could go with whatever the best player available is at tight end, at tackle, or at DB. Like I said, they could get a DB because that's the thing. Uh, secondary, you got Cheetah Bay, who I think has been an absolute steal in free agency. I mean, he's been the number one DB for cornerback for us. You are most likely, Jesse Bates, most li- not like most likely not coming back. Von Bell, we hope's coming back. You got Eli Apple. I know some Bengals fans are like, you know, time for him to go, but I keep saying Eli is your fourth or, you know, you're fine. But with all that up in the air, you do have to draft, draft somebody in, in the secondary for, for, I just call them all DBs because you need safeties and cornerbacks. I honestly think taking a cornerback in the first round is the most likely scenario. Now that's me saying it. I haven't, you know, picked up that vibe necessarily from anybody with a franchise. But if you look at the Bengals' history, they have historically felt that to get elite cornerbacks, right. you have to draft them high. Now, they mm-hmm. took one in the second round last year in Cam Taylor-Britt, so mm-hmm. it's not like they've ignored Jeez. the position. Uh, but with Cheeto coming back from a torn ACL, with the possibility that Eli won't be back, he is a free agent, mm-hmm. uh, with Cam Taylor-Britt only having one year of experience under his belt, I think the stars kind of align for a really strong possibility of cornerback being the pick at number 28. And I do think there are going to be some really good ones there. It sounds like it's a good cornerback draft. I mentioned the testing on Saturday. A lot of guys ran great times. So I'm going to be doing a lot of studying of this cornerback crop because I think that's a very strong possibility. So I know you've gotten into uh, uh, doing the uh, the uh, draft um, simulators or whatever. I know you said that on your your last uh, Bengals podcast. You had uh, or Bengals booth podcast. You had Dane Brugler on there. And how and I think that's one of the coolest things I've ever heard of podcast. Have these draft guys actually do a mock draft on your podcast? I, I thought that was so cool. How thank you. How did how did we brought up the Dean Brugler or, or other other guys you're gonna have? How they how do they take it? You're like, oh, I don't know if I want to, or like, oh yeah, I'm down. So that's a great question. And honestly, that was a question that I had in my own mind when I went to Indianapolis. Here's the deal, Jeff. Going into this combine, I have not done that much draft prep yet it's college basketball season i'm obviously doing a couple of uc games every week i did xavier providence last week on national radio which is an awesome opportunity for me so my draft study my hardcore draft study is still to come i've done some but i can't name six cornerbacks i can't name eight wide receivers you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, at yeah, some I point i'll be able to yeah. but i'm not there yet so i'm going to indianapolis and i'm thinking you know i can interview these draft gurus i've done that in the past but i really don't feel comfortable with my own knowledge to ask informed questions so what can i do that will be interesting be productive be good content for my podcast and I love these mock draft simulators. I think <laughs> me, they're me fun. <laughs> and doing them, I, I think, helps you understand the pool of guys that are likely to be there when the Bengals are on the clock. Right. So I thought, you know what? Maybe it would be fun to see if these prominent draft gurus would sit in front of my laptop 
and do a mock draft simulator, just like you and I do right. every few weeks leading up to the draft. So the first person I asked was Charles Davis from CBS. He's like, yeah, that sounds fun. I'll do it. And I asked Dane Brugler. Uh-huh. And then I asked, uh, well, I, I wound up doing it with about five or six guys. I'll uh, trot that out, you know, every week. I do one podcast per week right. of right. leading up to the draft. So you'll be hearing these mock draft simulators That's from awesome. the top draft <laughs> gurus uh, in the weeks to come. And the results were pretty interesting. Now, Dane Brugler got an A- minus <laughs> from Pro Football Focus right. for his draft. Yep. Other guys did not fare nearly Ooh. as well. So Ooh. you hear a little bit of their grumpiness. Uh, <laughs> the grade is like a D- minus or something like that. So it was pretty amusing. But uh, everybody that did it seemed to enjoy it. And nobody turned me down. So I appreciate the fact that they were willing to give it a shot. Yeah, no, I thought it was, it was such an interesting concept to do that because they're always you know they're a- experts and stuff so i was like all right well go ahead and do it and you know see what what happens because i mean none of us know which way the draft's going to go i mean for for me like the draft it's in the, it'd be great in the Bengals' favor if all the quarterbacks go early which i think there's a good shot that will be they'll you know, push more guys back for the Bengals. but who knows what's going to happen now one other interesting thing that happened at the beginning of the the uh, combine week duke tobin came out like you know a gangster Go get your own. Go get your own wide receiver. I'm not. In the, I'm not in the business to make other teams better. I'm in the business yeah. to make the Bengals better. I love that because I'm so tired of seeing T. Higgins mocked to this team. T. Higgins mocked to that team. He's not going anywhere. At least not anytime soon. How? What? What do you think that statement meant for the Bengals and just for T. Higgins to hear that? Well, it meant that the Bengals are going to try to win the Super Bowl this year, and T. Higgins gives them the best chance of winning the Super Bowl. Might it mean losing T. Higgins down the road? Yeah, unfortunately it might, but they're certainly going to try to extend him Mm -hmm. if they can. And even if they can't, they would rather keep this group together for at least one more year and try to win the Super Bowl. Now, in T's case, they would also have potentially the the opportunity to franchise tag him Mm -hmm. at the end of this year. So, you know, they've got the ability to hold on to him for at least a couple more years if they want to. But I had tweeted that out several weeks ago saying all of this trade talk with T. Higgins is ridiculous because I knew that the Bengals were not going to trade him when they're this close to going back to the Super Bowl. They were within two minutes of winning it two years ago. Mm -hmm. They had the ball with two and a half minutes to go in a tie game in Kansas City this year. Uh They're not going to break up the band when they're this close. And You know, there are people out there that'll say, well, they'd be better off to trade him and try to get first round draft picks. Maybe, but that's not what they're going to do. No, They want this offense together for as long as they can keep it together. And they certainly haven't ruled out the possibility of trying to extend T if he's willing. Right. And the one thing cracks me up is that they're going to give us crap about that. But then the the Rams who traded every freaking draft pick that they have. Oh, that's great. The Rams did that. They're all in. Well, that's what the Bengals are doing. They're going all in at least trying to get at least one Lombardi, which I think we're going to get multiple ones, but we'll see. <laughs> Either way, I, I love the move. 20 minutes, you said you, you got to go. I'm at 20 minutes, a little over over that. Uh, you got your podcast. You got UC basketball. Anything else you want to uh, p- uh, plug before I let you go, Dan? Uh, no need to plug, but I appreciate you having me on. I see those beer cans over your shoulder. I want to thank you for hooking me up. Uh, with a nice supply during the course of this season of Jackpot Joey Beer. It's good stuff for people that haven't tried it. So uh, I can definitely sing the praises of that brew. 
Hey, I appreciate it. Don't worry, I'll get you some more uh, this year when the football season starts because it's the production is kind of slow right now. We're waiting to crank back up in the summertime. But Dan, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate you. Hey, you know you're going to see me at practice and up on the bridge, so I'll, I'll say hi. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate okay. you. Thank you. Good day. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Dan is an awesome guy. I we are so blessed to have him as the Bengals and Bearcats uh, radio announcer. Um, he is one of the best. I, I mean, I wanted to get into. He said he did a national broadcast. I want to go. Oh, you're not going to leave us, are you? Which I hope he doesn't. But uh, yeah, I, I I absolutely love Dan Horde. I'm so happy he's able to jump on the show with me. So anyway, we got a couple more minutes. I can hang out here and chat with you guys. If you got some questions for me, like I said, I went to the uh, NFL Combine and I actually got to meet. I looked his name. I forgot. I forgot his name. <laughs> I did look it up though. Um, but it was the uh, running back, uh, his father out of Tulsa, and uh, I got to meet him there this weekend, and it was pretty cool. Now, going there to the NFL draft, or excuse me, the combine, next year I want to go, I told Dan, I want to go Saturday night when the quarterbacks and wide receivers are playing, because I think that's that's the best time to go. I mean, you, you can see all the quarterbacks show off their, their guns and, and, and their arms and and the wide receivers show off their time and all the great catch, catches. But it was interesting watching the offense line. Now, Dwan Jones, who we talked about, I saw the man run. He didn't move. You know, he's not running a 4-4, but he was moving. That dude is huge. I mean, he's got to be one of the biggest damn human beings I've seen in my life. So I would have no problem if the Bengals would, would draft him. I just want them to fix the tight end, and I want a right tackle. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I do. Greg, I do. The the other one from uh, Tennessee, um, uh, Dwan, Dwan Wright. I, Dwayne Wright? Dwan Wright? Something like that. I, I like him, too. I know that's another one that um, uh, Goodberry had on there. So we'll see. Uh, Stranger says, what do you got here? So Ice, are you sold on Zach Koontz yet? I like Zach Koontz. The tight end? Yeah. I, I like I said, there there's a lot of tight ends in this draft. So I love Michael Mayer. He's a local kid. I love I know pork chops out there. Once Dwan or Dwan uh, uh, Washington, I like both those to be my top two. But like Dan said, I would not be surprised if like he's saying if we take a cornerback, a, a DB, because we're going to need it. And if you get a right tackle and you sign Hayden Hurst. You might be able to get some of these guys to slide back because if Dwan Jones is there at uh, 60, which I'd be kind of surprised if he is not, that, I'm jumping on that because he's kind of a project. But if you get him to sit behind, you know, Illuminori or LL and he can learn from them and maybe next year he can take over, I'm good with that. But, yeah, Darnell Wright, there you go. Right, you're right, poor job. Get it up there. Darnell, Darnell Wright. I know you love Darnell Wright. I, look, I'm with you, poor job. I think he's great. But we got to see because, like I said, there's a lot of tight ends in this class. So you could get a – if you sign Hayden Hurst, you can get a, 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 you can get our tight end in the second, third round. That's going to be good. And you got Wilcox. You need one more at least. And like Dan said, they might draft two. Who knows? I didn't even get into the running back situation or mixing or any of that because he said he only gave me uh, 20 minutes. So I want to make sure I'm out <laughs> he says 20 minutes because I want him to come back on again. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I, Greg, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep Von Bell too. I, I I hope they do, but when Trags is on the show last week, it kind of scared me. Trags is thinking he might get 10 million. I don't know if the Bengals are gonna pay him 10 million. But we'll see. 
Uh, let's see here. What do you guys got? Uh, is that, yeah, stranger. I love uh, uh, round one, Keely Ringo. Second round, Miles Mozzie Smith. Third round, Zach Coates. At, I'm good. Let's see, Mozzie Smith, I'm, I'm good with Cal Ring. I don't think I know. I've looked at I probably do, but I, the name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, we let Reggie Nelson go. Don't let Vaughn. Well, Reggie Nelson was kind of long in the tooth. We let him go. Who did we replace him with? I cannot remember. But I don't think. I think it might have Jesse Bates, to be honest. <laughs> I don't remember. Maddie's in here. Cheerleaders. All right, Maddie. <laughs> we're not talking. To, we're not discussing cheerleaders. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. But anyway, um, so interesting news today of NFL. Uh, Derek Carr is going to go sign with New Orleans. Um, Danny Dimes, does he get 40 to 45 million? If he does, what's that mean for Joe Burrow? Um, I think he's going to get it. Well, even if they franchise tag him, I think he's up to closer to 50. So they're going to pay me more money. That's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing is structured with the quarterbacks. We'll see. Stranger here. Ringo is a cornerback from Georgia, ran a 4-3-6. Ooh, 4-3-6. That's good. I think I, I know a price. I thought I watched the whole, almost the whole combine. It's just Ringo, Ringo Star. That should, you know, make a uh, make a memory for me. Uh, let's see here. Porchop, I'd be mad if they took Clancy or an elite edge guy in round one. I, I think they're, it, it's more... I don't know how to keep saying edge. I think it's more of getting a three tech. I think they're more worried about that, to be honest. We need to replace Larry O still. That way you can keep BJ Hill fresh. So I that's where I think they're at. But what do I what do I know? Uh let's see. Uh, that'd be funny as hell. He's going to be Danny Danny Piron against next year. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by that, Hunter. Anyway, um, I hope you guys, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Tell your friends, saying there's about sports strawberry ice. I think I want to get the heck up on out of here. Um, oh, by the way, if you guys missed Bengals and Brews, I did. I just got done watching it. Uh, guys at the combine, go watch it. Uh, Bengals and Brews. They were on Sunday at 3 30. Doesn't matter. Go on YouTube. You can watch it. They had Marcus Bailey on there. Great interview. Great dude. Marcus Bailey's out there drinking his own beer. It was awesome. Make sure you go check that out. And, Rally, if they're on right now, if you guys are done watching me, go watch Rally. But let's get to the Facebook group set. Let me live stream. And, of course, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Houday Nation, Houday Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling a sound off later on tonight. So if you missed any of the conversation I had with Dan Horde, Check it out. It's on B-Pod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Play, Premature. Ever you get your podcast, please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give it a five-star review. YouTubers, we're at 2,126. Is that right? 26? Or I thought it was 28. It's 26. I, thought it was, I, think, I, I think it's 28. I think I wrote the number down wrong. I think it's 28. Anyway, either way, appreciate you guys for supporting the show. Um, it was a blast having Dan Horde on there. I appreciate you guys. Tomorrow, we got... Blake 
I don't want to say Blake Jew. Parker Blake. You guys got your names too. Too close together. Parker Blake will be on tomorrow. We'll be talking about the big uglies. Offensive line group. At, we're going to talk about this a lot. We got to figure out what the Bengals are going to do. Very, very close. I think tomorrow, 4 o'clock, is the NFL tag uh, deadline. So, Rappers, I know you're tagging Lamar, but how are you tagging him? I think they're tagging him so he nobody else can touch him. So, that's my... My opinion there, we'll find out tomorrow. I think it's at 4 o'clock. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! Now who got a move like it on? Now who?